0: Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride.
1: Let's go! Today's episode is brought to you by the Lost Lake Creamery, located in Mound, in the Harbor District. If you're on the bike, it's off the Dakota Trail. If you're in the boat, it's on the north end of Cook's Bay. Just look for the Lost Lake Channel. Plenty of parking provided by the city. If you're by car, 5575 Shoreline Drive. Stop in, 24 flavors of hard scooped ice cream, old-fashioned ice cream parlor. We're open for the season. Noon to nine on the weekends, two to nine during the week. Make sure to stop in and see us. Oh, man, I
0: gotta, gotta tell you, Darren, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, there's a lot going on in that head.
1: Welcome back to the DK Project. We are episode 154, Niner. I just want to say Niner, it really isn't Niner on there. But that's kind of like pilot speak, uh, and every once in a while you throw a Niner in. That makes people think that you might be a pilot. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm a podcaster. And today, zooming in... We've got Jerry Brennan. I always want to go, Jerry, like that. How's that? That's cool. Uh, welcome, Jerry. How are you? Hey, Johnny. It's great to be here. <laughs> Can't thank you enough for all the time. I, um, hey. I, I've got you Zooming in, and this is the new way we do shit. Everybody Zooms. Everybody, you know, let's not meet in person. You're basically never going to have to leave your house. That's the new deal. Just sit at home, Google this, Google that, Google this. I just uh, did a job application this morning or the, before the show and uh you know whatever I'm not leaving the house. Fine by me. Hey I'm, I'm doing a job application right now. Hey now
0: <laughs> and and God forbid I never have to leave the house again. Darren uh, yeah. you well, haven't seen my house so.
1: it, uh, we've got you where you're in you're in uh, Brooklyn. I am in Brooklyn, New York. Are you? You're born and raised in Brooklyn.
0: Born and raised, uh, did a stint in the Burbs, um, you know, during the whole White Flight era when I was a kid, and then drawn back.
1: I'm telling you, and 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 you're a Brooklynite without the accent. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Can you use it when you want to use it?
0: Once I had it surgically removed. That's no, it. it's lost to me now. Jesus. It, I'm sorry, this is what you get.
1: You can practice. You can practice. <laughs>
0: so Darren, you could do a better, more believable Brooklyn accent
1: than I could right now. In fact, I'd love to hear it. I don't uh no, not on the spot. Nah. Okay. Maybe Boston, but that's about it. I don't know about Brooklyn. You know what I have been working on though? This is just between you and I. All right. I'm really pretty focused on my Morgan Freeman right now.
0: And it's oh it's you gotta I gotta hear that.
1: No, 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 no. It's so in its infancy. Oh, and they did it in less than 20. People die every day, Frankie. Mopping floors, washing dishes. You know what the last thought is? I never got my shot. It's just me in the car and Morgan Freeman. And uh, eventually it'll come out, but right now, way too early to get into that. But uh, I'm, little, I'm I'm trying because I think it, I think it would just be sweet to be able to rip that out whenever, you know, right a, a, a hell of a party favorite. But uh, at this point, not going to surface. No, sir. Yeah.
0: So he's done quite well with it himself.
1: Yeah. You know, there's some interesting facts about him. Uh, like he didn't get his first movie role till he was like 40 something. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and he's doing really well. Actually, the other one that's really interesting is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, he's like yeah. mid to late 40s before he got a look. And he, now he's been in more things than half of Hollywood combined.
0: Right. Well, you know the stat where um, box office, uh, he's like, what, number one? His films have, have brought in the most money. I don't know, Anybody I, I love
1: the guy I, I'm a Pulp Fiction guy through and through All, all the way to the end wow. It's it's the best And, and really? people are listening to us now And they can't see But they may recognize Jerry From his work in Movies, TV What are we doing? Well, right now I
0: just finished A little episodic TV um, And then prior to that uh, There would be nothing And uh, going forward I'm looking at
1: nothing oh, oh You're between opportunities As they say in the biz Episodic yeah, So what my, is that like an I Amazon thing What When you say episodic Is that like a, a, a YouTube thing or, or not YouTube Amazon Uh,
0: No episodic is just a general For a TV
1: series I know but I mean is, is that who's doing it Because Am- they seem to be doing everything now
0: Right. Well, this most recent one was HBO Max. Okay, okay. And um, got to work with Julian Fellows of Downton Abbey fame. Nice. Nice. And uh, just, you know, walked over as an extra between takes and uh, schooled him on some uh, basic script writing. All right. (laughs) And how how we spoke back in the Gilded Age. (laughs) And Oh, good. The student but becomes you know, the teacher. But, my, my background is really more, as we say in the business, behind the camera.
1: Aha! All right, all right. Now, before we get to behind the camera, what is the – give me the story on this HBO Max. It really seems to be the thing. Like, are they making a play for the Amazon Netflix world? They are going for
0: the throat or I'm sorry, the collective throats of uh, Amazon Netflix world.
1: They're diving right. right into the deep end. Cause now all of a sudden I start hearing it and I'm seeing that m- almost more than any of the others, you know, and I don't have it, but I'm thinking about getting it. I, um, I think it's very, uh, you know, about time one of these big players starts to give a little competition to these cats. Cause I don't know, it seems I've been on, a net, on an Amazon kick for a little while where, you know, series after series after series, but it's uh, it's interesting. And I, I um, is, that, is that different than HBO then like HBO.
0: Oh, yeah. No, a- HBO, you can still get with your basic cable package, as you know, HBO Max, a little bit extra.
1: So, oh, so, so is that a
0: standalone? Um, yeah, it's standalone. You you cannot get HBO Max with HBO. Huh. You you absolutely have to pay extra for it. And with the billions they they've poured into it, I can understand why. Yeah, uh, it's well, you know, it's like Disney plus Apple. We're talking billions of dollars they're throwing and they're uh, throwing it. It's like, let's throw a billion dollars against the wall and see what sticks.
1: Is, is, is it? And I, you know, I, I I'm uh, I'm not uh, calling on you as an expert, but is it is it? My God. Are they making that much money? These these uh, subscription services that they're throwing billions around?
0: Well, we we know that Netflix certainly is, Amazon Prime certainly is. Uh, so you know, once somebody's got some tasty pie, everybody yeah. else wants a piece of it. Yeah, yeah. So and you I... and me, the numbers seem just uh, impossible. How well, can you get can... a return on fifty billion dollars? <sighs> and yet
1: that's true creatives like you going well when 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 you look at it it's like uh i think that's where tv's headed right like like basically the same thing that's happening to terrestrial radio is going to happen to regular tv that you're just going to buy your subscriptions i want disney i want this i want that so i'm paying 30 bucks a month because i got you know six at five or whatever it might be um Mm -hmm. per month and uh And you're you're doing subscription only, which I think is a great idea because there's a lot of, like, I have YouTube TV, and there's probably, I don't know, 40 channels that I've got it narrowed to, and there's probably five in there that I watch. So, you know, why bother? Although those sons of bitches aren't showing me Twins games or regular season (laughs) hockey games right now. Mm, But (laughs) luckily my Wild are in the uh, playoffs and uh, on the verge of elimination tonight. No big deal. Could happen to anybody. Seems to happen to Minnesota teams a lot.
0: It, it's just great to be there.
1: Well, and it's it you know what'd be nice is if my uh our governor would loosen up the reins and throw a full set of fans in tonight. That would be solid. But he's a putz not gonna happen.
0: Uh, I you know, I've got a friend uh who blew me off today because another friend is taking him to a Knicks game. Oh, and God bless him, I frankly uh what's the story of the garden i don't know what the dealio is i don't know i My you know was at barclay for a Nets so uh with his son a week two weeks ago and were they up to 50 percent maybe they were maxing at 50 at that
1: point open but, it up you know what's weird yeah. though is i don't know that i'm ready to sit next to somebody in a stadium when they're right next to you eh, eh a little sketchy if you ask me but The other question I'd ask, and maybe you have a different opinion, but if someone came to me with nets tickets, uh, they'd be like, (laughs) they'd be like coming to them with with coming to me with wild tickets. You're like, eh, eh. You know, I've got some grass I need to watch grow. I don't, I don't. You know, who can find the time?
0: Well, that all very well and good. I see where you're coming from, but my friend who took his son there came home with not one but two souvenir popcorn tins with the Nets logo on it. <laughs> not one,
1: two. Oh, hey, you left that out in the initial <laughs> disclosure. That's a game changer. You don't, you don't give it all away right up front. <laughs> yeah. It's called suspense. Dun, suspense. Dun, dun, dun. You know what, though? I, uh, I would go to a hockey game. I'd go to football. I'd go to any sport except basketball. I'm not a basketball guy. I just don't. I don't get it. I, I it's just oh, thuggery. I, I, but people are into it. But the I'm season sorry, I'm goes you're a hockey fan and you're
0: saying basketball is thuggery.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and here's my here's my my base for that. Hockey, okay. they do fight a little in hockey. Yeah, a little. But all these basketball guys are like like thugs. You know, like I uh, just I don't know, like thugs in real life. I don't know. I don't want to generalize like that, but I just did. Um, but you know, There's I don't know. Good. I'm sure they're all great people. I just, I don't know. It's not for me. I'm not a basketball guy. Although, you know, courtside seats, I'd probably take a look at them. I'm not going to lie. Joe, If they throw in the souvenir popcorn tins, I mean, really, that's where the money is.
0: You got to see this tin. I make mean, it's a lovely planter right now in my apartment on the windowsill. <laughs> it's a beaut. And very New York, very Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm a Brooklyn guy. I don't sound like a Brooklyn guy. So, Okay. I understand you like the sweet ballet of hockey. Yes. But yet watching these six and a half to seven foot tall gazelles just lope back and forth all night long across the court, making incredible shots from how far out doing incredible dunks, spiraling gymnastics. Oh my gosh.
1: Somebody got the souvenir popcorn 10 and fell all in. It's okay. Uh, it's okay to like basketball. I, I, I You know what? Maybe I got to give it another try. Uh, is it? Is I don't know if it's going to be around for very long. I mean, I don't want to invest my time if it's a short-lived thing.
0: Right. Best basketball is. Uh, Thank <laughs> God they got, yeah, they got a 10-month
1: season. What is their season, like 10 months? <laughs> yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? They take just the long enough break so that they can say it's a new season. Right. I right, But hockey's hey, hey. that way, too. You know. Hockey, hockey, and maybe that's why football's so sought after because there's only 16 or 17 games this year um, where people are like, you know, where or basketball or hockey, you can see that shit every night. Baseball, Jesus. I mean, they got games. Yeah, I, I you they know. have
0: something called doubleheaders.
1: Yeah. Good. I think yeah. we're Imagine think my a, twins a, are a football doubleheader. Ugh.
0: Where if you haven't had your spine rearranged in the first game,
1: <laughs> you got another shot at it, I don't know how many hours later. And uh, yet they get a week in between. There's, You know, but if they could go to maybe 20-game season. I don't know. For the money these people are making, crike. They should be playing year-round. But traction takes at least a week, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> three days get to get in the, in the hot tub and four days on the bed. <clears throat> back, get back in the gridiron. I know a couple yeah. of uh, retired football players, and uh, they're moving all right. You know, they're not. They're not slinkies just yet, but, uh, you know, they got that knuckle thing that looks like they've been, you know, fitting uh, hard pipe for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise pretty, uh, pretty normal. I don't know until that whatever it's called kicks in that, that mental thing from banging your head for so long. jeez you know, it's mm. a sign when when, you know, professional football players and they don't let their kids play uh, football until it's like, you know, until they've matured enough to take the hits. You know, like they're sitting their kids out. That's a sign right there. But whatever, it is what it is. I'm not uh, here to parent everyone else's miniature football players. But, uh, you know, the other one that people uh, often get after is soccer. I've got two soccer players at my house, and I was totally a baseball guy. Soccer's, you know, fairy kind of thing. And and <laughs> <laughs> when you see what again? When you see soccer done correctly, it's very impressive, and and much uh, uh, athletic and athleticism. Come on, that's legit. Hockey players get a break every sixty seconds.
0: Right? No, I I cannot physically, I, I physically, emotionally, mentally imagine just running back and forth the length of that field. You know, the duration of the entire game.
1: Boom, then you Uh, take one off the head.
0: Yeah, I I mean, oh, and I've got, I have issues going back with my knees and legs to, uh, I think, pre birth. So when I see these guys running at full speed and then their legs interlocking and their knees in the different joints.
1: No way. I just,
0: my knees dislocate just watching that. So it's a bad run from the start. So have you done the coaching? Have you been a soccer
1: coach? No, I played soccer. I've coached baseball and uh, I've signed on, believe it or not, to uh, be the enforcer on the basketball team. What that means, Ah. you ask? What that means is that all of these coaches are parents and they're such pansies for disciplining the kids. They bring a bull like me in with a whistle and I shut these kids down stand up straight listen up pull your pants up what? that's that's how oh, i roll <laughs> but don't ask me to make a basket because that ain't gonna happen mm. but i will definitely have you on your toes for the you know the entire 60 minute practice so yeah i've done uh the basketball enforcing and baseball coach um but no soccer my 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 uncle was a big soccer coach he was huge in it uh, but it wasn't what it is today i mean it's really taken over and it's interesting because uh, and we've talked about it on the show before that uh, a lot of the a lot of the um, a lot of the kids from baseball are going to uh, lacrosse or soccer because they can't stand around and wait for Jimmy to get one across the plate. So the numbers for baseball are really down. Which what is that going to do to the sport long term? I don't know. I mean, they're bringing in plenty of kids from overseas to to. Play in the minors and in the majors, but, but I don't know. This lacrosse thing, holy shit, it's like a wildfire in California. It just keeps going.
0: Well, let me ask you, what's it like out there? Here in the East, if you want a scholarship anywhere, forget, you know, scholarship or forget football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse.
1: I guess. I, I guess it's a thing. I've never seen it. I've, I've never, I, I know that uh, my daughter, uh, who's a, she'll be a, uh, uh yeah, she'll be a sophomore in college next year. Uh, someone who's graduating this year from our high school got a full ride from the, the Naval Academy um, all the way to the Naval Med Academy too, I think, for lacrosse. lacrosse. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. And I know when we were on tour, because I had a son that played baseball year-round, and when we were on tour with that, there was a dad on, on that team who was putting together uh, video footage of his son who played lacrosse to send out to these scouts. And those are kind of fun to watch because, like, you know, huh. it's it's a dad's perspective of how great the kid is. Um, I've got a, a buddy here in town who just put one together for his um, uh, football kid. You know, and they highlight, they circle the kid so you can see where he is. And it's uh, pretty cool. John Madden, huh? I, but yep. I'm guessing you could probably get me a scholarship uh, if you did the the video reel correctly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, They won't see me passing <laughs> out from running five yards. They'll be like, hey, wait a minute. We need a water guy like Who is this guy? (laughs) How come I haven't heard of this guy before? We need someone to anchor the bench. (laughs) That's right. So,
0: again, lacrosse. I don't know. Next time I go to, uh, let's see, the uh, NLL game for the National Lacrosse League, I'm going to have to take a closer look and see what these pros are doing with all of their college experience. And Oh, wait a minute. There is no professional lacrosse
1: league, is there? Uh, There's something. We've got got something here. We did. We had the Minnesota Swarm, which was like... Swarm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Not from your town. Okay, the Swarm. Hold on a minute now. Let me Google this quick. I think the Minnesota Swarm are uh, defunct now. But it was a professional lacrosse team. Uh, The Minnesota Swarm was a... Box lacrosse team in the National Lacrosse League. There oh
0: my go. God! There is an Nll I had no idea. Yes, <laughs> I thought you just coined that.
1: Hey, they're not giving away co- commemorative popcorn tins yet, but give them time. It's in next year's budget, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of which, I, uh I, I went to an actual professional soccer. I've been to two professional soccer games. We have a new stadium and, and uh, our team. And, uh, you know, that's kind of fun to watch, but I really had a good time. My uh, soon-to-be junior in college played a little club soccer when he got to college. And, man, that was just a whole different game because I do the announcing for the uh, the uh, local varsity soccer team here. Um, the public address announcer. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's just a whole different game even at the college level. Then you go to the pro level, and I think the field is bigger. I think that's the whole thing. But um, you know, speaking of which, I did just do a uh, audition for uh, a YouTube channel that's going to cover the uh, U.S. rugby team in the Olympics this year. Uh, oh. So I could narrate their videos for them. That might be kind of cool. I didn't know we had a rugby team, and I didn't know it was in the Olympics. So maybe it was just it, a bullshit. Did not thing. know
0: that was an <laughs> Olympic sport. Then again. There are so many Olympic... (laughs) ping pong baby! (laughs) ...I'm unaware of. Exactly. The Olympic wiffle ball one really threw me. But I think that's great. Rugby. Now, there's a game. You ever play rugby? Hell no.
1: Do I look Uh, like someone who's played any sports? No way. You know what? I'm going to make a note here. I've got a a continual... uh, Until the Olympics happen, I think what I'm going to do is highlight an Olympic sport each week.
0: All right. There you, you go. Now we have a schedule. Because
1: you know there are some stupid, I mean, different events. You know what, though? I uh, I was just at a guy's house, and uh, God, I'm writing with a pencil. Do you ever write with a pencil? Come on.
0: I, I still do. Really? What do you sketch? Are you a sketcher? Um, and if you want to come up and see my etching sometimes. <laughs> Actually, no, no, get all number two lead. It's not exactly a you know, hard pipe fitting. But I enjoy my number two lead.
1: You got the you got the bent knuckles. I um
0: I, for I, all that I, hands-on work with the number two lead, I certainly do.
1: I think we could totally uh highlight some Olympic sports uh off the top of my head. I think they've just added skateboarding. Which, uh, which, which right. is a thing. And ping pong ping pong's been in it for a little while, right? Well, that makes sense. We can't okay. even Think about competing with the Asians for the ping pong. I don't know what it is, man. They play an extreme level ping pong. And the reason why I bring this up is there's a neat little nugget in the news today. Oh, is that
0: so, Darren?
1: Yeah, (laughs) we call that a segue in the business. (laughs) Uh, Two Idaho men bounce ping pong balls into five. What the hell? Uh, Idaho men bounce ping pong balls into five cups for a Guinness World Record. Now, if you were forced to bounce ping pong balls into a cup, which I know you probably do because you're hoping it'll become an Olympic sport. Um, How fast do you think you could do that?
0: How much beer is involved?
1: Mm, I think Mm. this is a sport that's on the Guinness, so we want you sober.
0: Ah, Yeah. Yeah. Guinness. Guinness and sobriety really don't have that much in common. (laughs) Um, Frankly, I... I would not venture a try at
1: that I think uh, Do you think Guinness the beer is correlated To the Guinness World Records
0: hmm. Is someone sober thinking this stuff up
1: I, I. You know what I think it starts as a drunken thing And then it, and then it becomes a sober thing Like they're like hey let's see how And these guys have tried a few times to do this Basically they line up five cups And then they motor down the edge To you know one bounce A ping pong ball into the cup and they broke the record on their second try at 2.87 seconds. Now, Impossible. I don't know. It seems very approachable. Like I probably am gonna give this a run tonight. I I you know. <laughs> I, the chances I know, are that it, if it, I can hit the cup, I could break the record. But I'm thinking I probably can't hit the cup. That's the problem.
0: No, not hit the cup. Maybe an overshooter. I, mean,
1: I never <laughs> I never really excelled at quarters. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't know what the motivation was lacking there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, now we're bringing the beer back into it. I, think... Well, I'm telling you, Guinness,
0: it, it, are they related? Is the Guinness family related to the uh, you know, world record uh, book? I don't know. Who's sitting around doing what tuned. where they go, oh, oh Seamus, how many first do you think that guy can get in his pants? <laughs> yeah, you know, That's the best. That guy's the best. Someone should make note of this. And Let's keep a book.
1: I think we need yeah. a book. And I, I think St. Guinness was probably involved in all that. Well, it's spelled the same. You know what's up. Uh, another interesting news fact. You might as well jump right into see some new stuff as I got it up here. Uh, how long uh, have we been putting candles on birthday cakes and blowing out the candles? That's like That's like from the beginning of time, right? Like, that's real. People have done that forever. But now with the pandemic... It took a Virginia dad to invent a spittle free way to blow out birthday candles.
0: Is it with a metal straw?
1: (laughs) No, but it has a propeller on it. I think what it does is it sprays it back at you. (laughs) Uh, And when you really think about it, now that we're all so COVID aware, um, you know, blowing candles on a birthday cake, especially because it's usually younger people. I don't, I, you know, there's a lot of germs flying around there. I'm not a germaphobe, but, I don't know that I, I don't know that I want to do that anymore. I think, you know, I'm going to have to invest in uh, this Virginia dad's uh, example that he set with this blowing whatever. <laughs> He's a uh, Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, the blowsy, the blowsy <laughs> birthday cake candle extinguisher. Oh my, Oh, you know what it is? You blow into this thing and it makes the propeller go and the propeller blows out the candles. Holy shit. This is not good. Didn't
0: we call them something else as kids where we all had one? It was like a little foil propeller on a rod and we ran around and it went around and around. <laughs> That's so it all started. <laughs> and this has been now repurposed into, I'm sorry, you can get this at Sharper Edge for
1: $150. I'm sure that there's going to be a run on them at Sharper Image. It's, a sharper uh, image, thank you very much. Guaranteed not to rust, buzz, collect, does break, chip, or peel. Blow yeah. candles out. I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think um, we're just going to go without candles. How about that? Luckily, I don't have kids of candle age um, anymore. So, and uh, you know, big cake fans. So <laughs> it's ah. a win-win. <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of things that came out of this pandemic that are going to be beneficial if we can maintain them. Like, I, I think servers should continue to wear masks when serving my food, right? Oh. Is that a lot to ask? I, I don't think it is, especially if you get a little chatty Kathy. Hey, you know, ah. you're doing a lot of talking around my food. Let's, ju- let's just throw I'm. it on.
0: <laughs> Safety I'm first. I'm learning more bad, you, Darren, and yet you say you're not a germaphobe.
1: Yeah, well, now I'm kind of painting a picture, aren't I? Hmm.
0: A little bit, but you know what? In hindsight, going back 10 seconds yeah someone's spraying all over your food yeah which you are paying for no no nope, don't want that although you know
1: what with that being said maybe that's how we continue to fight viruses is by getting a few germs instead of living in the glass bubble that we've been in for the last year and a half just that eh, I don't, I don't mm, no, this is much. this is not the COVID 19 pandemic hour this is a comedy-based show so now Let's jump Hi. back. Uh, roll the tape back. Behind the camera, what are we talking? Give us the inside scoop on. Have you done something uh, that we'd know? Hmm. Let's
0: see. Though so I really wanted to go back and talk about sad amputations I I have known, but you're right. That might not be the health. Oh, way that's to the
1: next go. segment. That's the next segment
0: oh, <laughs> for the upbeat folk out there. <laughs> you know are you familiar with the old navy commercials
1: old navy old navy old navy performance fleece
0: yeah yeah okay i i managed the very first one of those oh yeah yeah way back in the late 1800s um it was the very first one it happened in an old navy store and it was really rather boring well but
1: how long has old navy been around for
0: sh- i mean for real when when gap created that we're talking about probably 1990. Ah, yeah. maybe uh, a couple of years earlier in the eighties.
1: My kids love it.
0: Their... You know, they, I knew these two guys, the two, uh, you know, executives in charge of marketing, and advertising at old Navy, great couple of guys. And they were like, yeah, you know what gaps, the real bread and butter here. We're just, we just got these jobs. So what's <laughs> next? What, what other ridiculous thing can we do? Okay, let's get this spokesdog. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's throw some crazy vignettes cuz we're going really to the New York fashion scene, fashion scene, and no one's going to recognize who these people are. Or my favorite, we did one on a stage at Silver Cup Studios and it was a game show. And so they had a panel um, and it was Jamie Farr, Joanne Worley, and John Davidson. Really? So that's that. Yeah, well, essentially, they were looking for, you know, the kind of people whose careers have seen better days who wind up on daytime game shows. Or on the DK Project. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, the only reason I'm, I'm, uh, I've am i got this story going is, uh, you know, pretty much just getting back from lunch, and uh, Joanne Worley and John Davidson have taken their seats in front of their little uh, is there. Uh, and Jimmy Farr is like, eh, I'm going to go upstairs and brush my teeth. John, you want me to take yours? (laughs) (laughs) I just love that. Everybody loves that. I mean, these guys are good. They've been around.
1: How old is that? uh, How old is that commercial? Because I want to say that they brought it back a few times. Uh, But the the game show on the Old Navy thing, that's not that old, is it? I, I think they've done it again. Yeah. Probably, you know, updated it little residual check in the mail for you, is there, huh? (laughs) Cha-ching!
0: I like that. Honestly, these guys would just, um, again, just throw anything at the wall, see what sticks. And even if it doesn't, they've given us this budget. They're looking the other way. Really? Let's just have fun.
1: Wow. that, That was pleasant. Be a good time to have a look at Darren Kaeimer VO. <laughs> uh, what uh, what other ones have you done? That's a pretty uh, that's a pretty big hitter right there.
0: Uh, can you do a Bill Cosby impression? Not legally. Uh, okay, well you're right. <laughs> there are um, worked with him way back in the day. Oh really? Um, yeah, I don't know if it was uh, you know Pluton Pops or uh, Jello, of course, uh, or if it was was uh, uh, what else? Was it? Shilling Kodak. I can't remember. This one now. had kids, and and Bill Cosby was just surrounded by kids. Yeah, and you think... know, looking back, maybe not the. <laughs> but you know, I mean, he's one of these guys back then who defined the celebrity. Um, the dressing room list. Oh. Uh, Got to have a bottle of Dom Perignon in the dressing room. I need hey, four hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I need four crystal flutes. I need a box of Havana cigars. Of course. Really? Back then, as now, it's not legal to import Havana cigars.
1: Well, he hasn't always played by the rules. No. Maybe no. Maybe he hasn't. As far as we know. Is he still alive? Yeah.
0: He's still doing time on planet Earth. Huh. Um, And doing
1: time How bad is that that I had to ask that But god he funny 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 guy Ah man I used to listen to his albums When I was young Who'd have thought no, re- Remarkable
0: found? guy incredible and What groundbreaking he did And and yet you know He, he did some things that uh, Were unforgivable he made a few that bad decisions
1: way... yeah. Well it, uh, it It was really Uh it's sad to see, but now even more sad when I have to ask if he's still around. I don't hmm. He's been away for a few years now, hasn't he? He has. Son of Upper Ditsman. That had to be cool, though. I mean, Bill Cosby was a big deal probably about that time with the Cosby show and shit. Darren, you there. Did I hit something? All right, gang. Time to talk a little restoration. If you've been hit by fire, flooding, wind, hail, some kind of storm damage, give Grady Restoration a call. These guys are experts in the field of restoring, dealing with insurance companies, getting the project done. You want to deal with a top-shelf contractor who you know you can trust, who's going to show up and get the job done, not leave you with loose ends, extra bills. They're going to take care of everything. It's the crockpot of construction. Set it and forget it. They'll deal with the insurance company, the payments, everything will be handled. It'll be back to new before you know it. If you've been curious whether you have some damage or not, give them a call. They'll come out, complimentary consultation. They'll look at it and tell you if it's an insurance loss or not. Give them a call, 952-472-1570, or look them up on the web at GradyRestoration.com. Don't forget to tell them you heard about it on the project. Time to talk a little tech, something you may not be familiar with but need to be. ExpressVPN, did you know that sending unencrypted data is like sending a postcard through the mail? Everyone can see it. ExpressVPN protects you from hackers who try to steal your private information. ExpressVPN also gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet. This especially applies to those of us here in Minnesota, where Fox Sports North has decided not to work with anyone so you can't get your favorite games on your TV. ExpressVPN allows you to reroute your connection to a server in a country of your choice, making geo-restrictions a thing of the past. ExpressVPN is offering my listeners three extra months when you sign up for a 12-month package. Go to expressvpn forward slash the DK project and click on the limited time offer for DK project listeners. Start watching all the programming you want and unleashing stuff you didn't even know was out there. Netflix in other countries, Spotify in other countries, prices are different. What they're showing is different. Check it out. Expressvpn forward slash the DK project. Hello there. Yeah, Now it's right back. What the hell? Hello. What did you do? We back.
0: I, maybe we hit our 45 minute time limit. I don't know what happened there.
1: I, uh, I, I, all of a sudden it went away and then it came back and you were there. You were froze for a minute. And I thought, I thought, the, I thought the out thing was a Bill Cosby yeah. joke. So I was sitting there trying to figure it out. <laughs> what no. the hell? No, it well, must be a internet problem. They uh, get the old interweb going. We should have unlimited on the old zoom, zoom. right. Uh, Cause I pay them handsomely. So, uh, is that is that primarily what you're after then? Are the commercials you're doing commercials? Or are you doing uh, shorts or movies or any of that kind of stuff? Do you know
0: what I've um, fe- my feature film stuff? I-, I haven't done one really since uh, I was a PA way back. Um, shorts, uh, music videos. Wow, oh, those yeah? are brilliant. those are those are okay. We're gonna pay you probably below the minimum wage, and you're going to work a 24-hour day. So, um, And we'll probably be anymore, breaking right? several laws while we're shooting these. <laughs> but that's why we pay you next to nothing to take the heat. Um, yeah, I, I have seen people walked off uh, a set by police officers. Really? Yeah, but that's music videos. That's to be expected.
1: Well, and now that's what the music videos are is people getting arrested and doing crazy shit. And do they even do music videos anymore? Oh, yes, they do. I don't remember just recently,
0: uh, it was a little NAS X had a very controversial, uh, video where he, <laughs> uh, more or less was a stripper and slid down a strip pole to hell and gave Satan a lap dance.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, no, I'm I must have missed that one. Is that on MTV2? <laughs> uh,
0: I, I can't remember if I saw it there on the Christian
1: Family Network. But um, probably, you, know what? You, you probably have a direct link to the uh, little Nas X. Yeah, hardwired in. I don't even know what the hell. I, I'm so out of touch. I, you know what? I just applied for a uh, – I'm not even going to say it, but uh, I, I – <laughs> there's a music station in town that plays all that stuff. And I'm finally at that point where I'm like, man, I might be out out of the demo here, you know, like, uh, I don't don't know who half this shit is. You might be
0: out of the demo for hip-hop and uh, modern rap.
1: Yeah, modern rap. Now I've heard everything. Modern (laughs) rap. I don't, yeah, I don't, no, not my thing. My, uh, you know, my uh, musical interests don't uh, expand quite that far, but I'm willing to learn, you know, hard worker. It could happen. <laughs> Probably not.
0: What you keep your fingers on the pulse, there, Darren. So, what do you, uh,
1: uh, what do you got coming up? You got shows, or, or uh, are you writing anything? What do you got going down?
0: I am. Thank you for asking, Darren. I, I am writing a few things. Uh, I can't tell you though because I haven't got a copyright yet. But I just think they're oh so brilliant. Of course. Well, uh, you good. sound like
1: uh, who's the guy who did the original dating game?
0: Oh, oh, my God. What uh, what was his? What, it wasn't Gene Rayburn. Uh, what, you mean the
1: creator of it? No, no, no. Uh, the, the, the host. Thank you. And welcome to the Newlywed Game.
0: Well, our newlyweds may be in for the shock of their young lives, and they find out how much they do or do not know about each other. Now, you'll see what I mean right after this message. All right, with the wife's clued and safely off stage, it's time for some five-point questions. As you know, gentlemen, you'll be answering these questions as you predict your wife will answer the same question when she returns. Now, if her answer... Oh, right. I, God, I can picture him right now.
1: I, I'm going to maybe tell people that's who this is. You sound just like him. I'm you know happy. what? what I'm I'm I, the match game?
0: <laughs> if I If I get a piece of that dating game, my <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: making it. Oh, these, I would do that. Oh, my God, they you really did You ever
0: see it. on YouTube, they've got clips of uh, Steve Martin when he was uh, uh, a, con- a contestant,
1: contestant on Dating Game or yes. Andy Kaufman. Yes. Angelic. Hell yeah. Yeah, did yeah. You catch any of these? But, you know, my mom watches all that shit. Like, she gets the Game Show Network, and that's what she watches. Because, huh. like, she watches this match game thing where you got to be, like, number seven, number 14, and then it turns over, you know? And, sure. and if you win the whole thing you get a car that's like seven grand like an old piece of shit like whatever <laughs> and they're like oh i'm so excited i won the car and it's like oh my god we've come a long way since that thing was available you know that's a that's a subaru brat holy shit you don't think
0: like, right to the equivalent of the ford pinto is that yeah. the one that exploded upon impact
1: yes yes <laughs> and i think mark my words but i think my uh i have an aunt who won a a gremlin about pint ah. is that the same thing i think she won one in a in a contest but yeah but my mom watches this stuff and i go over there and it's all like grainy cuz it's not hd and it's like plenty of ammo and then she watches this other one where they uh uh they have to match uh i don't know but it's so oh god it's so poorly done like the sets are just garbage they built them in the garage but oh yeah
0: you know what that that was it Everybody was like, okay, look, we got a slot on daytime TV. Let's get, uh, uh, you know, let's get Richard Dawson in here and Jack Klugman's ex wife and (laughs) Charles Nelson Riley. Maybe we get Betty White one week, you know, and then we'll get somebody from a show nobody knows anymore, but that's okay. They're only here for uh, one week. And yeah, the money's going to go to them, to the host. You read about these things, the, they would film, you know, several episodes in a day, and the best episodes were when they came back from lunch after they'd all had their five martinis.
1: <laughs> Hell and yeah! Were, like we were talking before we got on the air, we had Bruce Valanche on the show. He's a uh, Hollywood square, and oh uh, uh, yes, he's absolutely shit, remember that good dude. But I, I, uh, I, um, I think uh, get a harness on that thing before it goes wild. it. you know. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll tell you, uh,
0: last Saturday, uh, night's SNL. They actually went there. They went what you were just talking about. Now they did. did uh, They they did a Hollywood squares, uh, episode, uh, probably being re aired on the game show network. And it was not from the, uh, the old, old days, you know, with Charlie Weaver and Wally Cox and Paul Lind, but the one that was, uh, the Bruce Flash era, sure, sure, was right, Squares, and it was quite, quite funny.
1: You know what? I uh, I just saw a post about that Saturday Night Live. I'm a living die Saturday Night Live guy, but it's virtually unwatchable at this point, it's just dumb. But they uh-huh. this thing went around about uh, you know, best uh, SNL bit we've seen in a long time, so I checked it out, and it was the news. The SNL News from last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it was like right. borderline overly racist. And uh, <laughs> but it was yes. funny as hell back when you could just make fun of have fun. We're not bad people. We're not angry. We're not hating. We're just trying to have fun. And holy shit. Cause it was, did you see that one? It was uh the one dude would write uh jokes yeah. for the other one and, and vice versa, and they and they didn't know what was happening. Oh my gosh. It was pretty good. That, that is the best weekend update of the year. Weekend update. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, they listen have been to
0: doing this now for the last, I'm going to say, three years, uh, where last episode of the season, they each write the jokes for the other guy. All right. And, you know, they don't see them until the moment where, boom, it pops oh. up on the monitor.
1: And, and they and, were having fun. That made it even better that they were just like, oh, man, I can't read it. Well, then they would read it, you know. That's awesome. What, what
0: you said, what you said about SNL, that's the only time I will laugh out loud watching that show. It's just that bit where they write each other's jokes and they try to make the other ones say the most inflammatory racist thing yeah. or the most, you know, well, if, you stupid, go back, though,
1: if you go back in history and watch the great ones like Murphy and 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 uh uh what's his name from News Radio who died, he was awesome. Bill Hartman. Um, Phil Hartman, yeah. You watch the stuff that they were in, and it was just that kind of shit, that raunchy, edgy, somewhat racist kind of shit. And it was funny. Where now they try so hard to be funny, but so clean that it's just stupid. It's like, that's not funny. And and you know, it's funny because I've talked about this on the show before about modern day sitcoms, like on four five nine eleven, your your network TVs or whatever they are, you got Fox, NBC, CBS, ABC. And They try so hard to be funny that they do these setups that are so obvious, and it's not like old comedies used to be. And it's the same with Saturday Night Live. Like they're trying so hard, and I get it. It's you know I'm 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 you know an 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 aspiring uh, comedian slash crazy person, um, and it's hard for the you know to come up with this stuff week in week out. But they try so hard, and and I don't. Think it's the cast? I think a lot of the cast of Saturday Night Live is funny, but that just the shit. It's like ah, it's unwatchable.
0: No, you it's know, four o'clock. Annie, it, Annie is not a you know a connoisseur of TV as you and I are, my friend. But even Shelby, oh my God, no! All the skits—they're just like one note. Yeah, skits. Uh, you know, one trick pony. Why are they beating it to death into the ground? Just oh. you know.
1: If that's it, get it done, move on. They, they used to have the, uh, there was one commercial that I remember from probably the, the late 90s, 2000s, where, you know, because normally they do the opening deal and then they go to commercial and it's a commercial they've made. Absolutely. And it, and it was like an Oppenheimer thing or something. And they were talking about, you know, we're going to make a list. And we're going to put that list in the safe, but we're going to make a copy of the list in case we lose the original list. And it just kept going on like that in this commercial. But it was all the, you know, the suits and the business looking guys. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I, uh, I, you know, I'd, some of those were great, but man alive. I don't know if it's Lauren Michaels or what, but something's got to happen.
0: No, listen, I, I agree. I, I think maybe it's been getting uh, better uh, a little bit over the last couple of years. It certainly went through some periods that are absolutely forgettable, lamentable. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Lately, there's been a little pickup, and, and some of it is, as you said, the talent. Kate McKinnon, phenomenal. Yep. she is incredible. Uh, I, weekend update: They're doing an incredible job there.
1: Well, there's a lot of big names that have come out of that thing that uh, yeah. are really doing well in the you know in the outside world. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I got to think it's it's got to be one of the best farm farm clubs for for uh, actors that's out there from a comedic standpoint. I mean, it's there's a ton of them, but you know, there's some not so great ones too. But it takes all kinds. I- yeah,
0: <laughs> Is that are you? Were you just visiting Fargo there? <laughs> um, but-
1: do you know? Do you know that's <laughs> happening? I. All right. Hey, Jerry, we got to wrap this thing up, man. We're humming right along and uh, time got away from us on our, uh, uh, our walk through the Olympics and Saturday night live. People should tune in next week when we go over things you didn't know. were an Olympic sport. Dun, 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 dun. And hopefully, uh, hopefully I can baffle people because now we know rugby's in there and uh,
0: Spoiler, canasta. Can-
1: <laughs> it's on the list, Jerry.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. My grandmother was very excited.
1: Well, because she thinks there's hope. There's hope for her to don the circles. I'm going! Going to the Olympics! I, uh, I, I, We'll come up with something for that. But, Jerry, we can't thank you enough for all the time, man. We uh, ask people to tune in next week for a little bit more of the DK Project. Thank you, sir. Darren, a pleasure. Thank you so much. This is a blast. All right. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick! That's a wrap for today's episode.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.